1: This is the John Oakley Show podcast.
0: In this show, it's about the roads. You're on the road, you're off the road, you're thinking about going on the road, you've been on the streetcar A lot of people have been traveling. And look at what happened this week with the snowstorm. And I got to tell you, there's a couple of things that stuck in my mind. It was a couple of days ago, and I don't know if you were listening, but there was a caller, and he started saying that the way the car operated in this kind of weather had to do with the pressure on your tires. And he had it all down to like little minutiae. And I can't remember what it was, but I thought I never really knew that. And then I thought of in the middle of winter, once driving along DuPont, I hit one of those construction areas, you know, where they have those big square metal things. I hit it and I hit it in a way I've hit things before and I heard the noise. Psh- Within 20 feet, I had a completely flat tire. And you know what? The car in front of me pulled over about 20 feet. He had the same flat tire. So I thought of the collar, and I thought of air pressure. And then I see this story that tire pressure is key to reducing vehicle damage from potholes. And we have a guest. Joining me is Sean cooney who's the manager at OK Tire in Etobicoke. Sean, thank you for joining us.
1: Oh, not a problem, Aline. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, it's great to have you. What do we know? I never really I thought there was like one tire pressure. I didn't know it had to be adjusted.
1: Well, it, there, it's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all, and there's so many variables to it, especially with these late-model cars. And we're in full-blown winter season now, so a lot of people have their winter tires on. Some people have separate winter tires and rims. Mm. Now, with that, sometimes you downsize on that separate rim. Your pressure rating changes. It's not like the old days where you can just check the side of the door and, okay, what pressure <laughs> do I need to be at? <laughs> that change in rim uh-huh. changes the amount of pressure the car needs to handle the weight, the handling, and that. Um, so that's one variable that people might not be aware of. This change in temperature is killing tires out there. These 10, 15-degree swings is constantly changing that barometric pressure within the tire. So people think, oh, I had them checked two, three weeks ago. They should be good, and my monitor system is working, hasn't told me anything. But no, that, that change in pressure absolutely has taken place.
0: Wow. So what do we do? First of all, you know, are we being really naive here? Should we be constantly adjusting and getting our tire pressure changed?
1: In changing temperatures as dramatic as we've been seeing? Yes. And I, and I hate to be exemplary with this, but that change in temperature is changing your pressures. And any local, especially at OK Tire, they're usually willing to check your pressures very quickly for you. Or a good old fashioned good tire gauge in the car can eliminate that real quick. Um, just to verify, because with mm-hmm. the potholes, with the roads we're seeing, it's all about absorption. How well that tire is inflated to the weight of that car and the time of day and the temperature, that air pressure is going to absorb that impact. Underinflated, overinflated, you're going to see a dramatic What's the difference? possible damage. All yeah. right,
0: What's the difference? Underinflated, what happens? What are your, well, what are your danger areas?
1: Underinflated tire, the impact's going to affect the car through the car, meaning the mm. tire's not going to absorb it, the rim's going to take it, the suspension's going to take it, and then I call it the cheek uh, chattering effect. You're going to feel it right through the body of the car, and more than likely, you're going to damage the tire, which is the first rate, the first thing that hits it. The tire's going to take it, then the rim's going to take it, and now you're into money, now you're stuck on the side of the road.
0: All right, now what happens when it's cold? How does that change stuff? Because you can just feel it, you feel them tense up
1: and that's rubber so rubber natural product the colder it gets the more contracts the harder it gets so people sometimes feel away i start my car in the morning and i can feel every little rivet in the road the Mm pieces of ice the snow Mm -hmm. as the car starts to warm up those tires are traveling friction heat Dissipates, things heat up and start to expand, and it now absorbs the road at a much better rate. So, temperature dramatically affects that car sat all night, negative temperatures. That tire literally, and I'm going to use the phrase, almost turned into a hockey puck. Mm -hmm. Now we've gone down the road, we've warmed them up, they're starting to absorb the road, they can take the impacts and they can absorb.
0: Wow, uh, not a lot of people pressure. know this. All right, and no, I, I, I want to ask you, okay, so we, what about during snow? Does that change it as well?
1: No, it's mainly temperature. Now, air pressure can affect how well that tire handles the snow, as in drivability. Like an underinflated tire, for example, will squat and sit lower. You're not getting the right traction amount. I
0: know, rate. but we had a caller, this truck driver called up here the other day, and I think he thought if you have them too hard in the snow in this kind of weather, you're in trouble as well
1: and that was just going to go the oh. other effect, overinflated tire, the tire sits higher. Now you're getting, not, not getting that full contact patch of tread within, within the snow that's going to cut through and absorb and move the ice and the slush out of your way. And then it's also just going to stiffen up the car as well. So the proper rated pressure in that tire, regardless of what's on there, is what's going to get you the best contact patch, the most traction rating, and disperse the most water slush out of your way.
0: Why don't we know this? Why am I gobsmacked when I hear this stuff? And I'm into driving, but why, why don't we talk about it enough? Is it just going to blow everybody's mind if they thought they had to be running around checking their air pressure all the time?
1: Well, and here's one variable. Things have changed in the tire world dramatically in the last 10 to 15 years. You look at these new generations. Back in the day, you had very small rims, one-size mm. tire, like very tall tire that could take a beating, take the punishment of the roads, heavy cars. Nowadays, the, these newer late-model vehicles are coming with low-profile, stunning-looking 18-, 19-, 20-inch wheels and that stiffened up the tire and have dramatically changed the amount of air pressure these tires handle to improve the handling of the car the weight of the car and on all these variables so when that happens with that lower profile tire that different uh, height of tire pressures become so much more crucial whereas those older generation tires that high sidewall you could be off three four pounds you probably wouldn't even notice the difference now it can take a dramatic effect and the temperature around it affects it greatly Because you're running such a stiff, low profile tire, that stunning wheel, that temperature change will dramatically change the pressure within that tire. What about in the
0: summer? How does this apply in the
1: summer? Well, we're not seeing the temperature changes in the summer like we do now, right? And negative temperatures affect rubber. Oh, yeah.
0: So it doesn't matter. Does does the heat make things different? Do we make them a little. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It expands, expands. So during that, that spring summer day going on a long trip, you will notice that pressure in that tire will actually increase. Anywhere from 2 yeah. to 3% on that. And that's, again, that's the friction, that's the heat building up in the tire. Handling dramatically won't change. Pothole absorption won't dramatically change because now we're talking heat. The roads have also softened up right? In the negative temperatures, not only is that tire hard as a rock, that road, that debris is hard as a rock. You got There's it. No give. I
0: hit one on the way home here this week, and my teeth chattered, and I thought, here I go. I'm going to be the side of the road. But so far, it's okay. Let me ask you, what else should we do here with pot, potholes? If if Is there a way to drive them? I mean, do you slow down? Do you skid over them? What do you do?
1: Well, great point. So here we are at always avoidance, but you can't avoid them all. Pressure's mm-hmm. check confirmed you're good. So if the impact takes place, we're able to absorb it. Last one is speed. Mm-hmm. Um, you're exactly right. You want to slow down. Now you're going to get into those giant craters, and people will argue, oh, yeah. point. well, I slowed down and I fell right into the crater. Mm-hmm. That's a pothole. It doesn't matter what time of day or what's happening. It's going to do damage. But for the most part, on the higher percentage side, you're slowing down. You're allowing that car and that tire to absorb it at a better rate. The faster you go, you're talking about a harder impact. That's what's going to do damage.
0: All right, final question. I think I said that once I lied. I'm going to need one more question. Sean, if we had, if I, was like, oh, I just, you know, cranked down, cranked down onto a pothole I didn't see the other night, should I get my tires chained? It seemed fine. Is there, is there sneaky damage done?
1: There can be. First off is alignment. First off, you want to do a visual. Like you said earlier, when you get home, mm-hmm. or even if you got time at, at that time to pull over, barring the weather and where you're at, visually see, okay, is there air pressure? Is the, is the car in good shape? Is there any damage, crack, bent? Then you're going forward. Hey, everything's good. The car's driving okay. Next would be alignment. You can cause a shift. You want to notice whether this the car is driving straight. The steering wheel is center with the car going center and straight. Those are things that can be affected. And then a follow-up air pressure check either that night or the next morning for sure, because an impact can also cause an instantaneous loss in pressure, not necessarily a leak, but a loss in pressure because of the impact, but no damage. But you want to have that air pressure corrected. So in the event of another impact, you're ready to go.
0: All right. You have been a tremendous help. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Pothole. We appreciate it.
1: No problem. You
0: enjoy your day. All right. You too. Have a great evening. That is Sean Cooneyman. He knows what he's talking about on how to drive a pothole. I think it's fresh information. Sean is the manager at OK Tire in Etobicoke.
1: Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.